Listen up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away. Yes, it's Brad Gisa, Story Time. Welcome to Story Time for Friday, glorious Friday, April Fool's Day. So, so keep that in mind, all right? As, as your protective suit of armor, keep in mind that, that anything that comes across your path, it seems way out of proportion or very difficult to believe, just might be just that. All right, this uh, the story goes back to the same place that I was talking about yesterday. That's why it reminded me. When you sometimes you'll, you'll access a memory and, and it breaks loose a bunch more from that same memory cluster. The place we used to go fishing uh, was called Boulder Creek, and you had to drive up by Buck Rock. And if you live in California, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, don't worry about it. But in order to get down to Boulder Creek, you had to walk down, like I said, it's, um, maybe 400 yards of really really steep incline and you had to walk back up which was which is just almost impossible but you always caught fish down there because no one in the right mind would go down there that was it if you if you want to catch fish go well, that explains go it. where no one else will go yeah you not in your right mind so i'll, tell, I'll just I'll, I'll blend a few of these stories together the last oh, one the last one is when my dad was telling us how he had to be quiet and he just broke my brother's <laughs> fishing pole in a million pieces i reminded him of that last night and he was laughing pretty hard so we were going again, and this time it's me and my brother Chris again. And back then, the trout limit was 10. This was, a, this was a ways ago. And we would always limit out. Like I said, there was so many fish that you could catch down there. So now I, there's 30 fish on a stringer, and they're, they're good size. And it's one of the metal stringers. It's not one like a rope. It's one where it has little clips, and, and you clip one of them onto the boat or whatever, and the other clips go through the gills of the fish. And my dad's he's handing out assignments. You hear Chris, you're carrying the poles. One of them is the new pole that my dad bought him because he broke his other pole. My dad's carrying the tackle boxes. He says, you have the most important job. You're carrying the fish. I'm like, okay. So like I said, this is a, this is a really steep climb. And I'm, I got him first over my shoulder. So I'm getting all this fish slime running down my back <laughs> as I'm walking up this steep hill. Bet you smell nice. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I'm being stupid. This is my arm hurts. My shoulder hurts. So I take the one clip that's supposed to go to the uh, the boat and I put it around my belt. And I just start walking. It's a lot easier. I'm trying to, just because I'm a kid, I'm not thinking about the fact I'm dragging the fish behind. Me. <laughs> so by the time by the time I get to the top, my dad goes, Where's the fish? And I lift up this chain and it looks like a piece of driftwood just covered in pine needles. Like, what what happened? I'm like, these are the fish. You you gave them to me. You're irresponsible. So that that's things like that would happen. So Let's jump forward about eight years. Now I'm, nah, let me less this. Now, now I'm about 12, 12 or 13. My brother Chris is about eight or nine. We're in the same place. There's one big rock. It's a huge rock. It's about 40 feet tall. And the, the water going over the top of it is spread. In, it's only about a quarter inch deep, but it goes over the entire rock. So it's a, it's a large volume of water, but only about a quarter inch going over the entire big rock. And it's been doing it for so long that everywhere there's water, there's that brown and green algae. Algae, however you want to say it. Yeah. yeah. And, and it is about as slippery as cat's not. That, I'll just put it that way. That algae oh, no. is, do not step on it. So my brother and I are thinking, of course, we're not going to step on it, but let's have some fun with this. So we start tearing off big chunks of moss because we're destructive kids. We tear off big chunks of moss and we throw it onto this big rock and it slowly starts moving down and then it, and it lands on this big 
pile of boulders down there. And just little pieces of moss just start going everywhere. Like, this is so cool. We're being so destructive. Throwing stuff out there, watching stuff. Where Everything we throw out there and everything that goes down gets broken into pieces. And it's great. I get a big piece of moss about this, about half the size of a manhole cover. And I throw it out there, flap, and it's too heavy. It won't go down. It's like the water's only a quarter inch deep, and it's like it's just staying there. It's not moving. I should tell you that my brother Chris has a big piece of grass in his mouth. It looks like a piece of uh, wheat. It's about 18 inches long. I don't know why. He's looking like he's a hucklebuck. Well, maybe he was hungry. He's, he's got that grass hanging in his mouth. So I throw a couple other things out there to try to dislodge it, and I realize it's not going to happen. So I think if I'm careful enough and I do it slowly enough, I could creep out there and dislodge the moss because that's so important at this point. So I creep out there very slowly. I got a bad feeling about this. And I'm about to get to the moss. (laughs) And, Max, there was never a moment where I felt like I was losing my balance or that somehow I'd become unstable. I went from standing up one second to whack, (laughs) laying on, on that rock, realizing... This is it. Oh, this is it for me. I have fallen down. So I, I, I dig my fingernails into the rock because I'm starting to slide slowly on this cat snot. And I look to my brother Chris. Maybe he can help me. He didn't have a lot of options. But what he, what he did do was take that piece of straw out of his mouth and hold it out to me like that was somehow going to save my life. And I didn't even reach for it. I just looked at him with a look like, this is the expression I'm going to give you before I die. (laughs) I just started spinning like a spider. And I looked at my dad, his mouth, he was down there. It was all like in slow motion. He's looking at me like, I hit those rocks in the bottom, and, and I expected to come out in pieces like everything else. My feet flew up. I hit the back of my head. Oh, no. Started spinning. And you know what you do? Not been right when, since. When, when you've hurt, you hit yourself really hard, <laughs> yeah. what's the first thing you do? You jump up. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm yeah. okay. My dad comes down and checks to make sure there's no compound fractures and there's a big lump on the back of my head. But he was just happy I was alive. Yeah. So at that moment, you know where you think, this is it. This is, I, I didn't think this is how I would go. But this is this is how I'm going. Dad didn't want to have to explain to Mama how you <laughs> yeah. died. Did he didn't want to have to carry me up that damn steep incline. Yeah, there Where you is go. he? Well, <laughs> left him down there. I figured, figured you'd bring some MTs or something down here to carry him out. I don't know. <laughs> so there's your story time. We're gonna take a quick break. There's time for you, and you've got a new national keyword that might make you a hundred dollars next. <laughs> 